now. Yep. Hi, we're back. All right. Yeah, we're back. We had some technical difficulties. We're still working through them. So thank you for your patience and everything. Val, would you like to introduce our guest and give everybody a little background? I would love to introduce our guest. This is Dr. Chantel Grounding. Um, she and I worked together in Nick's Riverside Grill, but she also just recently um, got her farm D and pharmacy. Farm D. In pharmacy, what? I don't know. That's what I kept saying. How do you say it, Chantel? It's just like uh, like an MD is a doctor of medicine, a farm mm -hmm. D is a doctor of pharmacy. So it's just like knowing okay. all the drugs and stuff. Drugs. Okay. So doctor of pharmacy. So she is now a doctor of pharmacy. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so while Marcus dials in everything, uh, again, I'll take this opportunity to ask you all to like and share on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, uh, Facebook and Instagram. We're the District of Misfits. On Twitch, we are District of Misfits, all one word. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, uh, District of Misfits Show. <clears throat> Check out episodes of this show as well as other content produced by District Dogface Studio. And you can also go to crushingdc.com and purchase some wonderful gear, clothing, housewares, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, treat yourself, treat your loved ones. You'll be helping us out directly by doing so. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show or creating a podcast of your own, we can help you make that happen. Reach out to us at districtdogfacestudio at gmail.com. Thank you. That was fun. That was lovely. I did that without looking at the notes. Yay. That's amazing. I feel like we all should be able to do that by now. You would think. Uh, you would think, but I have a lot of holes in my brain. Same thing. I mean, you put some more in this week, didn't you? Uh, definitely Just put some night. more in this week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, worry. Was it? No, you know what's funny is, uh, yeah, so I ate mushrooms last night. Yay. It was my great. Favorite. It was great. They were bit more intense than i was prepared for magically is, delicious you know always a thing because sometimes you got to test yourself um, <laughs> you gotta push the boundaries but when it was all said and done um i woke up today to um a notification from this horoscope this astrology app that i randomly downloaded like a few months ago what <laughs> and all it says if this is today's horoscope all it said was stop treating your body like a ritual sacrifice. And that it's <laughs> fucking amazing. I felt, I felt fucking very, amazing. I felt very seen, very attacked. By the <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, your app was listening to you, bro. Yeah, literally, stop treating your body like a ritual sacrifice. Stop doing mushrooms. No, but the mushrooms just, are supposed to be for my like. Just stop hurting. Mental health. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, like, hey, I'm, I'm I, take micro, I, I wasn't taking a lot. I was microdosing. We all know were, I take it from my brain. But then you were apparently they were just harder. They were just potent. Like the little tiny bit that I ate went a long way. And like I was totally fine. And then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> it's the, and fine. then it's I, the puked my, I puked my guts out and I was like, oh, here shit. it is. That's it's how it happens. Man. I tell you, anytime I did acid, I would go into the bathrooms and to be a pitcher, especially at the beach of like a boat and the water would just start floating. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And if you throw up, that just makes it even more intense. Yeah, especially, yeah, more so with mushrooms. I never threw up on acid, but every time I've thrown up on mushrooms, it's just like it's taking great. it to a whole. 
I have never done any of those things. Mom, if you're watching. She's a good one. Val's going to Ever. The <laughs> Ever. And she did not have Corona. It's, I definitely did she not. She never had COVID. I never did. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever. I Anyways. did not. I definitely did not. So my um, mom's not watching. She doesn't even know how to watch this thing. But just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if your mom could watch this show, would she? Uh, no. She would be like, "What is this Bambi? This, this district of misfits." <laughs> <laughs> what is the safe word? <laughs> why, why are you doing safe words? What is that? Why? <laughs> she watches long enough she'll figure it out it passed that first 10 minutes yeah. oh shit you know what I, I meant to send you a link to this and I totally spaced so I've talked about my friend Marita before um, and how she's an actress out in California and she was on a Hallmark movie thing or maybe it's a show I don't like yeah, a Hallmark a, Network movie? Yeah, I think it's it's either a movie or it was like the, a show. I would but, imagine something like that. Like is it Christmas already? Pays. No, they do them shits all year like, round. It was in Ho. It was. She was. It's based in Hawaii. She was in Hawaii for like a month. Uh, it's called Hidden Gems. Hidden Gems. It premiered yesterday. Oh, hold on. It's like a. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Maybe it is a thing. But so her dad sent me a link to it yesterday and then like took a picture of like a hard copy from probably like the TV guide or something of like the, de the description. Wait, wait, wait. They, the still, show. they still make TV guides? I guess. Oh, yes. God, as long as there's like bored stay at home moms and wait, I'm gonna show, I'm hopeless gonna romantics. Hallmark's always going to have a market. Like, I'm such a dick. I kept meaning to talk about it, um, to post about it, and then why isn't she just, on the show? Because she's I'll so tell. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I've she's asked. Busy. I've asked her to get her on the show for well over a year now. She's busy and she's children, and when she, I mean, it's. She has a whole. She has a career in Hollywood to think about. She but she's in California. Herself. That would mean that she'd have to be like being on the show. While she was like putting the kids to bed. Oh yeah, you know it'd be I mean? like That's impossible. The kids are teenagers. She's getting wasted at six in the afternoon. Yeah. She's getting I happy hour drunk picture. trying to keep up with us. Yeah, I got that's the picture I downloaded. So I got, um, I got. What's it called? It's called Hidden Gems. Hidden Gems. There it is, Bill. Oh, okay. Look, there she is. There's Marita. Hi, Marita. <laughs> She's like we were friends from the womb. Um. She's not the star of this. I she. Because it doesn't look like she's it's Hallmark. She it's Hallmark. She's Asian. She's, she's not. She's the, the best friend. She's the best friend. She is <laughs> Hannah. She plays Hannah. The best friend. In Hannah, in Hallmark Channel. Is she the kooky Hannah? best friend? She's like, <laughs> she's like the Asian best friend. The the kooky Asian best friend. Perhaps, perchance. Perhaps, perhaps. But wait, let me show you. I'll send you the. <laughs> Her dad is so adorable. <laughs> this is what Val. Let's what her friends. Let's get him on the show. <laughs> We're gonna have everyone on the show. He always calls me Bambalina. That's what he calls. Bambalina. Me. Um, it's like Thumbelina, but Bambi. Exactly. He'd be like Bambalina. What are you doing? Where are you? You come to our house. Let's eat. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
I feel like uh, we should uh, what's our socials before this escapes us. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, sometimes TikTok at Crushing Boo. What up? Well, Keep it Keeping it simple. And I as well. Yeah, good. Yeah. Nope. No, no, good. No. Carry on. Oh. Carry on. Carry on, my wayward son. I feel like what you were going to say is going to be a lot more interesting. I was just going to bitch about how I'm not on TikTok anymore, really, but it's neither here nor there. I think I, ch- I checked out pretty much, too. Uh, I ain't the pastor, I chef everywhere, because like Boo said, keep it easy. Keep it easy. I am at VMTDC on Instagram and the Twitter first. And um, Valerie Michelle Torres, Michelle with the two L's on the book of face. Two L's. And our guest. And ma'am. 89 at uh, Instagram. Yeah. Shantytown 89. 89. <laughs> Get it. Now that we've gotten through all like waylay and everything, and we're back on track, allegedly. Allegedly. Chantel. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Uh, from Southeast DC, Anacostia. Uh, rep it always, forever. Nice. Um, Shall I say DC as fuck? You know, as you know. are. <laughs> yeah, I still have that you gave me on my book. And like, I feel like sometimes when I have my tables, they're looking at that and they're just like, is that appropriate? And I'm just kind of like, it's DC as fuck, you know? <laughs> if, you have, if you have to ask, yeah. You don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vibe. Uh, yeah. Uh, did a undergrad at Penn State. Sorry, my eyes are acting up a little bit. Um, then made a silly smart decision. I enlisted after I had my undergrad, but that got me to New Orleans for like three and a half years. Right on. And so, yeah, I got to spend literally the best years of my life there. And then Amen. moved back here and just finished, finished out that doctorate. So, yeah. Nice. You said enlist in the Navy. Okay, cool. Just wanted to know. Yeah. Right on. So, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a good reason. <laughs> so, I mean, where in New Orleans did you live? Uh, I lived on the West Bank on base, and then I moved to Gentilly, which is like right outside of Mid City. Uh, but most of my friends were like Mid City or like Lower Garden District. Like, I lived I mean, in the Garden District. Yeah. How'd you like yeah. it? Oh, I loved it. It was 21, 22, drunk every night. I went to Igor's to do my laundry. Oh, my. You know about Igor's? Wow. That's wow. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go with the great intention of footing clothes and nah. Never, and next thing you know, never, instead of shoving it all in a bag and dragging it, games of pool, dragging it home and starting all over next week. So, Marcus and I went to New Orleans like three years ago, Marcus? Two years ago? Yeah. Before, right, three years yeah. ago. It was, it was pre COVID. And uh, we went there, and he was like, oh, let's go to this place. And I was like, what? I was like, to drink? I was like, we don't need, we don't have any laundry. And he's like, no, no, it's a bar. And I was like, With the laundromat. I was like, that's weird as fuck. And I was like, but I'm all about it. I do that yeah, too. dude. Like, if I ever do another restaurant, I'm going to try to pass something like that. Get that going. That I mean, what? What's a better way to pass the time of like wow. doing your laundry than drinking. drinking and having some snacks? Yeah, and the food there was decent. It was bar food. It's New Orleans, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, what was your one of your favorite spots in there? To hang out? Well, Antiques, hands down. Okay. On Decatur nice. Street, I like have T-shirts. I actually, uh, I went there like two weeks ago for um, just like graduation, and me and my friend ended up staying out drinking until like ten in the morning, 
And um, my girlfriend at the time, uh, she, we left her at uh, home and she, uh, in the morning we're looking at the door and then she pops up and she's like walking the door of the bar and we're like, where did you come from? <laughs> she, like, she, like, made an Instagram post, you idiot. I knew where you were. And I was like, <laughs> That's funny. No, like when when me and Val went down the first time, well, I went, we, her she went down with me. We went to uh, Molly's on the Market and uh, downtown on Decatur, and yeah, we were burning bras and doing mushrooms. It was a good time. Yeah. Burning bras. That's right. We didn't. I, well, I didn't burn my bra, but somebody was burning their. Bra. Somebody was burning their bra. Yeah. Yes. I've been to Molly's on the Market. I love that place. That place is great, dude. That fucking awesome. I used to go there to the Abbey. Yeah, our friend John Stanton is in town today. Uh, shout out oh, to my buddy Matt John. Brown and his wife. They just got married this weekend. Oh, that's uh, the one I just, you went to. Yeah, I just came from a wedding reception at the Black Hat, which is basically like the who's who of everyone that's worked there over the last 20 years, give or take a couple people. Um, that's fun. But yeah, Stanton's in town and he's like, yo, when are you coming back down? And I'm like, not, you know, not soon enough. You know, not in the summertime. Well, we need, not we in the summertime. To do a- we talked about maybe going in like February. I was going to say, I mean, a Misfits field trip. I mean, I like French Quarter Fest, but it's getting big every year. Yeah. When I when I lived down there, it was like two stages. Now it's what, like 30, 35 stages. When is that? What time of year is that? April. It's right before Jazz Fest. It's like a week or two before Jazz Fest. Gotcha. So. I heard now they're charging people for uh, Bayou Boogaloo. What? Yeah, like you have to pay a like barge fee to get in the water. Uh, they gotta yeah. make that money. Gotta make that money somehow because you don't have enough people drinking. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's good shit. So tell us more about this old pharmacy D thing. Ah, uh, uh, well, like it was the worst four years of my life. I mean. I was excluding the Navy. Uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, no. Um, it was, uh, it sucked. It was like a lot of work. And it's like, people don't realize how much like pharmacists do. Like you think, you know, they're just like, they were like, why is it taking so long for my prescription? You just slap a label on the bottle and nope. do this. But it's so much more, especially with people who have like um, a lot of different like comorbidities or sicknesses, because it's like, you have a bunch of different doctors. They don't know what yeah what you're taking and so we're sitting there and we have to go through all of like you know um the drug interactions and then we have to like call the doctors and people get mad at us because probably very very similar it's pretty pretty similar as being in the service industry except it's just like different kill somebody and you can kill somebody (laughs) (laughs) you can kill somebody in the service industry if you're sharing them too much drinks too that's fair too or if you give them something that they're allergic to yeah, one of, one of my best friends is a pharmacist, and like I take a lot of meds for my brain injury, so I'm always like, "Why am I taking this? And why am I taking that?" And she's like, "Why are you taking those two things together?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." So it's like, I hear her. I lived with her when she was going through school and all the shit, and like she works at Holy Cross. She's one of the one of the ones yeah. there. So like, like you said, I had no fucking clue, no idea, no anything. I didn't know how much money you fuckers make, which was fucking great money actually. Um, so it's it's worth the hell, and yeah. then. Uh, yeah, she went down uh, in Berlin. What's the school? Uh, UMSC? Am I saying that right? University of Maryland. Hmm? Eastern Shore? Yes. Eastern Shore, yeah. Yes. yeah. That's yeah, where she yeah. went to school. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, so she now, I think she teaches there sometimes when she goes into town. And then, you know, so she's, she's been doing it for about five, six years. So, yeah, congrats to you. 
Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I love it. I hate it, but uh, you know, it pays the bills, I guess. So, or it will yeah. be paying the bills. It will, I yeah. Have to yeah. So, similar to the service industry. Exactly. <laughs> love it. I hate it. <laughs> yes. My favorite is uh, people who think that you set the prices for copay. And they're like, I'm not paying it. It's like, uh, like, listen, if I could give this to you for free, I definitely would. But I mean, it's your insurance, not me. You got to give them a call. You know? Yeah, you are totally just sandwiched in the middle of right. the whole fucking debacle. Yeah. Wait, so yesterday I was driving to work, I guess. Yeah, so it was early in the morning. And I drove, I had to like bypass some stuff. So I ended up on a... Um, I don't remember what cross street, but I was, I was coming up back on Rhode Island Avenue and it, there's like that allied health clinic right on there. Some lady comes out, she's screaming. And at that point I didn't realize what it was. Like I thought it was a house, you know, she's screaming. She's got this like huge umbrella what up, Greg? and she's like, rah, 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 what the fuck did you, what do you pay? Why I pay $400? And I was like, what? So all these people come streaming out. She starts like banging like the wheel, <laughs> with, like with her umbrella. She ends up breaking, and then she just kept going, "Touch me, go ahead, touch me." And then like, and these poor people are just like, "What?" The, but you know, and unfortunately, I had to drive away because I was <laughs> driving to work. <laughs> like, but I was like, I was taking video a little bit because I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Was she was crazy. mad because she was being overcharged. She was mad because she paid four hundred dollars for something, but Dude, like, I'd be pissed. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in all fairness, I don't know if maybe she was in the wrong or she was in the right. I have no idea. I'm, I'm like, gonna go and lean. I'm gonna go ahead and just bet on the the little person. Isn't like because... Allied Health like a little clinic? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, here's the know? thing. It, it the person that gave her the bad news was not the person doing the bad news. Thing doing wrong right um they just happen to be the middle person right and so so she like cry and i as i was driving away i heard the <laughs> oh Dude, she broke the window it's brutal like i went to go pick up some medicine for my kids and like i didn't have the little insurance code thing that you know and i was like i got there and it was yeah it was like for something and i was like well you know what i don't have <laughs> of course, I called. You know, I called their mom, and she gave me the code thing, and then it was like sixty bucks. It's a big difference. Like, that's, a racket. that's the whole disparity between that shit, whether you have it or not. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like that Martin Screlly dude should be. I want him dead. He should be. He should be tied. He should be strapped to a fucking yeah. fire ant mound. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. And left to fucking be devoured like whole, like a lot. Slowly, like, little honey on him. Cats will like eat a snake. Yeah, like co yeah, covered in catnip and thrown into a fucking pit of feral cats. Like <laughs> some little pigs eat them. You know the um, who are the assholes that basically are responsible for poisoning everybody with fentanyl? That basically just like got off for Purdue. Fucking, Purdue. Yeah, like those people. Like skinned alive, left out in the sun. You know what Have I'm saying? Have we seen that movie? Has anybody seen, or is it a show, I believe, about the Purdue family? Oh, Nobody it's on Hulu, right? Six no, something. No. Well, no. you were telling me about it. I was? Yeah. Oh, uh, wait. Okay, Dope Sick. Dope Sick, yeah. Dope sick. Like, with Michael Keaton. Yeah, I that shit keeps popping up on my, like, you know, the older version of Hulu, which is what I have on my TV, because my TV is old. Um, It just automatically will start, like, playing a different 
whatever. Like if you're not paying attention. Yeah, mine mine plays solar opposites. Whenever I finish a series, yeah, it dope. automatically starts either Rick and Morty or solar opposites. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's not like when it finishes the series, every time it plays an episode, then ne- it doesn't play the next episode. It just plays dope stick. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like and I've heard good things about it, but now I don't want to watch it because it makes me mad. Uh, yeah, I want to watch it, but I know that it will just completely <laughs> fucking set me off. Yeah. But also, they're forcing me to watch it, and it makes me mad. So then I don't want to watch it anymore. But I heard there was a good show. Um, anybody? Any you nerds watching Kenobi? Not yet. Uh, I've seen them. Started yeah. on all it. of them, Marcus. I'm Not all of them, but I've seen first one or two. Started on. Yeah, there's three now. Three. Uh, I like it. It's good stuff. I did hear about the episode where his daughter came on. Was was on the show? Who's his real life daughter? Yeah, his real life daughter. His real life daughter is on the show. It's like just the thing. She's like the 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 one the drug dealer or whatever. And that's you and McGregor's real life daughter. And and yeah, yeah, it is actually. He says something about like something daughter. He goes, "I had a daughter once." (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, that's funny as shit. It's super meta. I love that. Yeah, I love that nerdy <laughs> shit. That's good stuff. That's now there's good. a lot of good shit out, actually. I started watching, what was it, The Man Who Fell to Earth or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, was that good? I watched the first episode. Actually, I'm not finished the first episode, but like it just it's one of those things that just came on while I was Ooh. doing shit. What's and it about? A man from another he's an planet. A, he's an alien, okay. Yeah. A so, black alien. Yeah. So a there's two main characters. The two main Blaylian. characters. You don't see movies about Blaylians <laughs> nowadays, dude. That's some, weird, that's some rare shit. And uh, it, it's one of those things. I started watching it. It was uh, it, I was actually like turned into it. I was like, all right, I can find. Is he this. from Mars? Is he a Blarshan? He's like, <laughs> like, where, where are you from? And he like just points. Out. He just points. <laughs> Blaylians, I love it. Coin that. Coin that. Coin that. that Blaylian. <laughs> is fuck. Oh shit! Oh, um, yeah. Oh, and then there's like Stranger Things just came on, and then um, Chantel, you were talking about the boys. I haven't watched it yet. But- I can't wait to dig into the boys. Uh, don't eat the first fifteen minutes of. <laughs> oh, it's don't, like that, huh? Don't you should not be eating. Um, it's like that. And it's com- like you, all I'll say is like you'll see it coming, like. But it's just like, oh, it, it's just the boys, you know. It's just like gory and like, yeah. Hashtag the whale scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, or actually, shit. The first ten minutes of the first episode, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, oh, it's gonna be like this for a whole season. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, here's a lot of guts, guts and blood, blood. Oh show. yeah, a lot of gore. I'm excited. I love that show. I think we should watch it after the show. Okay. Goodness. We do have a big TV in our studio. <laughs> I got a I got a load in in the morning. I'm gonna have to run out of here. Yeah, Bro. man, I, dude, I haven't worked in the last three days, which is weird because right. I've been grinding for the last two weeks. So, so Chantel, um, Boo is a stagehand, and so he like he gets called in to do like so a lot of times like load in, load out of show different shows or like setup of different like events and shit. Spent most of last week on the West Lawn of the Capitol out in the elements and then finished that and then went to FedEx Field to set up for Coldplay in the middle of a giant burgundy and gold colored skillet. <laughs> 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 that was so so, so fucking hot. Dude, <laughs> no when I, cover. Dude, when no I worked cover. there 
Yeah, when I worked there during like the daytime, it's hot as fuck in that little dude. Pool. I mean, like props to them, dude, because they had water everywhere, uh, and it was cold. Like they had they had water everywhere, and you I literally like enough for you to like drink a bottle and douse yourself with one. Like, <laughs> not that I did that, but like you know, just point you being, could've. it was just yeah, it was so insane. Um, but then yeah, I finished that and found myself off for three days and really just kind of recovering because my body was just like did you recover (laughs) you just add to it i had so so i worked a double on tuesday when it was like 150 degrees outside and i i i was like i might just die i try to like rationalize you being down on the water i'm like oh she's down by the water there's a breeze it's so hot it's It's so hot and it's just like it's like i mean you know chantel it's like dead air it's like it's <laughs> your face and like you can't breathe and it's just so hot at one point like i had three normally we have two big industrial fans out there i had a third one ricky like so the man ricky just happened to, he doesn't normally but um manage on tuesdays he was managing that morning and he comes outside he brings out the third fan he goes i was like no it's okay I have to, he's like I don't want you to die. (laughs) (laughs) Out there, and like you know, and like later on in the day, like right, you know, maybe like four or five o'clock when like the heat is just like yeah, it's really the it's really that that after three o'clock. And he looks, he comes out now. He's come in from he's come outside from the air conditioning. He looks down at me. He goes, "How you doing, Val?" And I go, "I I think I've been expired." I was like so hot. And like my I just I felt the grime all over me. Are Everything. we properly just, hydrating, Valerie? I had a big bottle of water that I couldn't have I didn't have time ever to drink it. I'd take like two sips and then I'd put it back in and we were just, just busy enough that like not it wasn't like horribly busy, but just busy enough that like I didn't always have time to like drink out of my water bottle. God, wasn't man. that um, also the wasn't that also the monsoon? Was that Tuesday? No, that was that, oh, that was, was Thursday. That right? was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. No, I was also in the monsoon. On Thursday. <laughs> I, like it was like, like the elements. I watched it's that just, storm from my balcony and was like, "Holy fucking shit!" It was. Crazy. <laughs> it, and was it would just be like you know, ten minutes of like just downpour, and then it gets sunny again. So then I'd be like, "I guess I could stay out here," and like I had like a handful of people who were like staying out with the, in the elements with me. So I was like, "All right," and then it was just like. And I mean, I was soaked. I can normally see Mount Rainier from, I can see the neighborhood of Mount Rainier from my balcony easily. Zero visibility. It was great. I couldn't see out my window. The apartments (laughs) directly across the street from my house were the only thing visible (laughs) during that storm. I was in that storm. I was just out in the storm with the, I was like, well, I mean, I guess we're already here. I'm already soaking wet. Down like, by the we river. might as well just stay <laughs> out here and have fun. I might've gotten Dude, yo, let me come on. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You are doing yourself a disservice by not having yeah. a fear during all I that. mean, it's next. Come on. If you're not like half, half, half drunk by, uh, Towards three fourths of your shift, you're not working. <laughs> you're right. you're so not why don't you tell us right. some stories about Nick? You got any fun down by the river stories? I have so many Nick stories. It's like, it doesn't even make any sense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why, like, people can't leave that job. It's like, you know, it's like, uh, 
it's like the boyfriend that like beats you, but you're like, oh, he'll he'll get better this time. I'll come back, and then you're like, why did I come back? Because you can't. Like that is Nick's. It's like the mob. Huh? Can't get out of it. It's like the yeah. mob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's can't like get away that. from it. It's uh, I don't know. Like I mean, I'm trying to think about like okay, okay let's talk about the time that Nick shows up <laughs> randomly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> randomly and like. Nick is like, I don't know, he lives in Florida now. I mean, his name's just kind of there just for, like, show at this point, pretty much. Uh, he, he'll pop up and he'll be like, listen, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. And we're like, He's yeah, all right. And then, like, our managers are like, yeah, don't, just do your job. You know what to do. Da, 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 da. And then he'll just be like, all right, I love this staff so much. Everybody, let's just take shots. Let's just take it's shots. Tequila, everyone. <laughs> That's why y'all are drunk all the time. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first couple of times that like Nick would come in and he'd be like, let's do shot. And I was, you know, still kind of new. And I, and like, I've known Nick for like 20 something years. Like we were friends and I worked there the first time around in like the early nineties, mid nineties, I guess. And like, and I was just like, you know, like he'd be like, let's do some shots, Val. Everyone let's do shot. And I was like, and I'd look around to the, to the managers and be like, are we, am I allowed to do this? Like, I don't know. I feel weird. Like, giving everybody like the servers everyone the hosts were doing shots and i was like i guess <laughs> it's just crazy it's just some crazy shit you know and you always have to do we've as i said we've discussed many times here on the show the different things that happen with like customers and like people who show up there and just like the crazy fucking shit they used to deal with when you worked down at the waterfront and it's just, oh my god. I mean, it's a good mix of people from VA, DC, industry, and, the tourists, and tourists, and tourists. Fucking yeah. So that's a good like hurricane mix worth of oh Everclear. My god, it's just like every day is like perfect storm. Also, like nothing ever works. So like yesterday, <laughs> it's like the ice cream <laughs> machine at McDonald's. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. Chantel, you would have you would like you would appreciate this, but also appreciate the fact that you weren't there mm-hmm. because. So yesterday, behind the bar, it's a lovely day. Everyone's so nice. Lovely day. Everyone's in such a good mood. And, like, the people who were coming to the bar were, like, lovely, pleasant, like, really not any, like, horrible interactions with people. We have two terminals. We have two POS systems behind the bar. Mm -hmm. One of them, the credit card system, the credit card thing doesn't work. So you always have to use the other one if you're going to run credit cards. At some point, they weren't communicating. So if you started a check on the one, it wouldn't show up on the other one that you had to run the credit cards with. Of course, everybody's paying credit cards. So then we'd have to like void. We'd have to re like reprint it out, revoid like void this, do that. Sometimes that one wouldn't even work. So then we have to run inside to go and like run a credit card, and like also. Then the draft system wasn't working. So at some point early in the day, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like these beers are kind of warm. And then I finally was like, Aunt, like Anthony was was managing at the time, and I go, Aunt, I, I like, I don't know. You know, I don't drink these draft beers, but like, they are warm. I was like, they are like okay. They're not like, they're not like coffee warm, but but they're not cold enough to be serving. When the hot so goes cold. 
when the cold gets hot, can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> They're making fun of me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> when the cold gets hot. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> this is a question Marcus asked one of their guests one time who was like a, a coffee connoisseur. And he goes, when the cold goes hot. No, I said the other way around. The hot no, or the hot goes cold. He's like, can can you tell the difference in the tea? And everyone was like, what? So my yeah. question was based what off. Is hot and what is cold? That was not the question I was trying to get out. What I was trying to get out was, is the flavor profile different from the super hot to the cold? Yes. And I was never able to get that question Absolutely out. Therefore, I live with that question. I couldn't finish my question. Y'all started laughing. <laughs> we did laugh. That's true. <laughs> There's a lovely clip on that on our YouTube channel if you'd like to like it. I will go check it out. For <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? Oh, so then we had to close down all the all the draft beers. We were like, nope, all drafts, no drafts. Also, the cooler, the one cooler oh, that's working oh. behind the bar because the other cooler doesn't work. The one cooler behind the bar that is allegedly working also was not working very well. So our bottled beers were also a little bit warm. Remember that time when you owned a bar on the waterfront in Georgetown and you made so much money all the time? So much. But you just can't seem to handle the basic fucking shit to keep your fucking shit running. I remember those days. I mean, it was just such a, and like the thing that is so frustrating is that it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like the, the level of anxiety that I had, because now you're staring at 500 people looking at you, wanting to, to thinking get it's all your fault, but they, they're like, they want to order. They're all like, Hey, like waving at you. And I'm like, hold on. I have to wait for this fucking credit card to run. Excuse me. You know? And like, or this or we'd have to like reboot the computer. So we had to oh, hold on a second. I have to reboot this thing. Like it's just, it's so frustrating and it doesn't have to be that way. You know, I mean, how, how often do they have someone come in and check their draft lines? I yeah, don't the have average, an the average, well, just, yeah, I'm asking rhetorically because they, you know, average bar does it what every one to every, two weeks? Every week or so. Yeah. yeah. Every one to two weeks you have somebody come in. Yeah. Um, Nick, usually, Arnold, every every week someone comes in and cleans the lines. Get it together, Nicks. The I season mean, is upon just, us. And then I, mean, I think to myself, or Justin like, <laughs> you know, I I don't know how much longer I can be like every Saturday, and it's all like Saturday is the most stressful because that's when you have the most people, right? And it's just like the anxiety that just gets me. Like I'm just like I don't even know what to do anymore because like people are just, you know, you can't get to people enough, you know, when you have all these other things that are supposed to be working that aren't working. And I mean, that shit's costing you guys money. It's right. lost revenue. It's lost tips. Right. And like, honestly, like if you don't even care about like the fact that the employees aren't making money, would like, wouldn't you care about the fact that you're losing revenue? Right. You would think yeah. you would think so. With the power of technology, I have this clip. When the hot gets cold. Okay. Could you tell? Oh, do tell. <laughs> I like a little coffee heart. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, Val. So, so how, how is your palate for coffee? Like, can you tell like the difference between like a cold brew or a hot brew that went cold? Well, one's cold I mean, and one's hot, Marcus. Well, no, no, I said it. Didn't. I, I, was, <laughs> I think we had another barista over here. Hot coffee gets cold. You fuck nut. <laughs> so, I love you so much. My point was, can but you, you said that so rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell the difference? Go with it, man. Oh, that's a notch, by the way. That's a notch, oh. Marcus. Right there, that's a notch right there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> do you tell the difference mm. between Wait, do I cold take brew and hot coffee? What I meant was once a, you know, if I'm off. Should I take your remote for you? There you go. Yes. There, there yes. you go. <laughs> Poor shot for Reggie. <laughs> Thank you, Reggie. Uh, but as far as what I think you're asking, <laughs> if, I could, if they would let me finish the fucking question again, um. if the hot went cold, could you tell the difference of the brewing? You mean that shit? Stop trying to make no. that. The hot went cold. I can so if the cold, if the cold gets hot, can you everybody. tell? <laughs> <laughs> and, if I I and if you can, how swell is that? If I had bacon soda. <laughs> and now, deep coffee thoughts. <laughs> bacon soda. <laughs> Not the bacon soda. <laughs> Gee golly, Mr. Wilson. Oh, oh my lord. What you cut that is over there? <laughs> That's sure well, Mr. Wilson. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that whole show was like, let's bag on the white boy. I think that's what it was. The whole show. I mean. The best is like, that was one of the shows that Marcus could not drink. He was not drinking. So we were, every time he did something, we give like the penalty shot to somebody else. Or we take like notches. We'd like take, he was like, take. I think there were like 25 ticks of how many times he needed to do a shot. I would have been very drunk that night if that was the case. Yeah. So we used to, back in the day, we before COVID, we used to do shows um, on location, like at different restaurants and bars and stuff. So that was, like I said, like 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 the thing said, it was at Left Door. I think that's, no, that wasn't our last one. It's one of them. No, our last one is a Kitty O'Shea's. That right. Yeah. COVID. What Stupid a worst COVID. week to come. Could you come Stupid in a worst week, the St. Patrick's Day weekend? Right. Right. Like, come in, come like, in the middle of October or fucking June. <laughs> or at least like do it like after St. Patrick's Day. Like right. Well, it literally was two days before St. Patrick's Day when the whole fucking world shut down. <laughs> and I was so dumb, I didn't know what was going on. I fucking was clueless that a pandemic was about to happen. I was like, yeah, it'll be like a week or two. We'll be fine. We'll be back open. Yeah, I think we were all, all probably pretty... blindsided by I mean, I still, I mean, if you look back at that show, we were all like kind of joking. We were call it like, oh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. And Val, you went on vacation. <laughs> the week before, the week we had just come back from Puerto oh, Rico. You just got the, the sixth was when we got back. And even then we were still, because, you know, COVID had sort of started like, you know, um, ramping up and we were joking around on the plane. Or when we were in Puerto Rico, we were like, Oh, wouldn't it be funny if we got like stranded here because of COVID? No, now, how funny would that have actually would not been? have been funny? It wouldn't have been funny at all. Where the fuck would we go? We where would we live? What would have happened if we actually got stranded? Because if you think about it, you look back on it, people weren't allowed to fly for months. Right. Right. So what would we have done? Where would we have gone? You know, I'm still paying the rent at home. Then we'd have a <laughs> place to live. Like if we had none of our stuff. You know, and then be wearing the same four outfits. 
Well, yeah. Well, cl- everything was closed, so it's not like you could go shopping to buy new clothes or anything. Been like Gilligan's People. Island and shit. Poor Wash Mike Moore. Cl- he would have had to like, you know, he'd have to put up like seven bartenders from DC. Be no booze after day three. Right? No, none at all. Crazy, crazy ass shit. All right, kids. Anyway, Boo, how you feeling over there? Uh, I'm good. I'm uh, scrolling through my Facebook memories, which is giving me super anxiety and making me well. Then stop it. Really thankful. Well, I went to see like you know if anybody liked to in when I posted that the show was on since uh we were on and then we stopped being on but um yeah yeah facebook high all right anxiety. Well, back here high anxiety and we're back anyway so while i have your <laughs> and have your attention take this opportunity to reach out to all the homies home at and non-binary loved ones in your world and have them like and subscribe and share this show on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms on Facebook and Instagram. We are the District of Misfits Show. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the District of Misfits Show, where you can catch episodes of this as long uh, along with other episodes of content produced by District Dogface Studio on Twitch. We are District of Misfits, all one word, and go to CrushingDC.com. Check out our gear. Purchase something for yourself or someone that you care about. And if you're interested in being a guest on this show or creating a podcast of your own, reach out to us at districtdogfacestudio at gmail.com. Um, so very quickly, you know, something there was a specific day this week, June 1, that was sign- signifying the beginning of my birthday month. Ah, uh, yes. The beginning of the Gemini birthday month. Yes. Um, Gemini. More like Gemma. Why? <laughs> yes, it's my birthday month. Where's your tiara? Um, I left it at Nick's. There was actually a birthday girl tiara at Nick's, and I was wearing it for a little bit. But it kept getting stuck in my hair. So Princess Bambi. I took it off. Um, <laughs> up there, Val? Huh? Val like hides pins in her hair when she's working. Oh yeah, I do. And looking, you're like, why? How do you? Yeah, I know. It's, I gr- it's so them. gross. I I shove them in the po- in the little bun. Why? Why is it gross? My hair is clean. I don't want to touch pan out your day. My hair. hair is clean. Like it's not like you I don't touch wash my worse, hair. Marcus. Yeah. T- you Maybe touch way you touch. I mean, you stick your finger up people's buttholes. Marcus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finger fighter. Ah. Uh, I feel like every guest who doesn't know what we're talking about gets lost in the sauce. Marcus, um, apparently his one of his strategies for fighting people is stick his finger up his butthole. Their butthole. It works. Nobody wants He's to fight squirrely. that guy. He's squirrely. He's a little guy. <laughs> He's got to be a little squirrely. He's squirrely. <laughs> Marcus also looks like he might be a biter, too. Oh, definitely. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely a biter, biter and a poker. I have <laughs> a biter in a poker. Oh, look who it is. The sister. I was just talking about Mar- Marita earlier. <laughs> Proud friend moment. Yeah, Val, um, what are you going to do for your actual birthday? What's uh... So, funny you should ask, Boo. Are we going back to Fogo de Chao? We can. Because, you know, that could be an, uh, a birthday month. Professional activity. eaters only. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Not somebody who's going to say after two bites, I'm tired. <laughs> I want no, to go to sleep. No two plate wonders on this joint. You got to be in it to win it. You got to be able to down. You got to no, be able to no take down four bites. plates. Shit, two bites, bitch. You got to be able to take down four <laughs> plates on this trip. Um, anyway, yes, we can do that. Also, <laughs> on my actual birthday, which is June 20, two weeks from tomorrow. Twin, twin, twin. I am going to Monday. have a birthday party at the Town Tavern. Little Town Tavern. And I'm cutting all my hair off. How how short is it? Are you gonna go just to the shoulders, the little bob? That's how, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have to talk to John because the problem is it gonna be like this? Is, it might be as short as that. Yeah, not like that because my hair isn't curly like Rita's. It's gonna be. It would be straight. Um, but the problem with cutting my hair to a certain length during the summertime is that if it's not short enough, it will just aggravate the shit on me on my neck um that happened a couple years a few years ago there's one time when i cut my so there's i've cut my hair short three different times um the first time i cut it was when i turned 35 so what's that um 39 years ago 15 years ago yeah fuck you (laughs) (laughs) so i cut it and then i kept it short for several years and one time um my friend john who cuts my hair he cut it, but like it was summertime, and it he it was sort of like to here, and my I mean it was just it's so aggravating. My neck was like constantly irritated because the ends of my hair that my hair is so straight, so pin straight that it was like, you know, it was just irritating that my neck. And I had to go back to him. And I was like, dude, you have to cut it, like cut it all the way short. So the last time, like, sorry, the last time you cut your hair, did you have any of those cats? Has your hair outlived these cats? I did have all those cats. I still have yeah. those cats. Has your hair outlived these cats? Yeah, I have all of them. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Um, the last time I cut my hair, it was five years ago, and I never actually got it fixed. So it was it was very janky. Like so I, I had I did a like a fundraiser at where I used to work at Rumors, and um I cut i i separated my hair into three parts so i had one person cut the back two people i raffled off like who gets to cut my hair so my friend ellen she cut the back and i asked her to cut it kind of short because i wanted it to be pretty short and like maybe a little bit further down in the front um my goddaughter cut the one side my nephew cut the other side so then it was like a little bit janky and my friend John, who normally cuts my hair, he was supposed to be there. His daughter was sick, so he couldn't he couldn't be there to fix it. I never actually got it fixed. So imagine, um, Chantel, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Pretty in Pink. No. 16 Candles? Yes. So, you know, the girlfriend, when she gets her hair stuck in the door and then they cut her hair? Mm-hmm. That's what my hair looked like. Oh. <laughs> And I never fixed it. I just like took some scissors and tried to like even it out a little bit, but I never actually got it fixed by a hairdresser. So for five years, my hair just grew out unevenly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
I didn't care. They were, like, they were like, well, why don't you get it? Do you want, do you not care that your hair? I was like, no, honestly, it's just hair. Asymmetrical haircuts are all the rage. It was really hair. I'm going to try and find this picture. And I'm gonna, as we're chatting, I'm going to try and see if I can find this. And you can do I'll it. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, so five years, this is like the, now my hair is like almost to my knees. Which is very long. And now, to be honest, so the other, the two previous times I've cut my hair, I haven't really cared a lot. Like, it's just like, whatever, I'm cutting my hair again. I don't know why this time I'm like, I'm a little anxious to cut my hair again. The first time I cried, I was like, a, I was a disaster. Why'd you cry? Well, because imagine it was 22 years of me, like where my hair was like my identity, right? From high school all the way, because high school is when I started growing it out, all the way through like college. You know, people, when people identified me, they'd be like, hey, do you know Val Torres? You know, Val Torres, Val Torres with the hair, Val Torres. It was my identity. And uh, I had my hair, I had a whole party again cut my hair at the third edition where, where I used to work. And um, <laughs> like all these people staring at me. I wish there was like the GoPro at the time. Like I wish I had it <laughs> on my head uh -huh. so I could like pan around to show everybody. It was like, you could do it, Val. Like, yeah. I'd also had a few drinks. And like at one point, my girlfriend, Luli, one of my best friends, she came from New York and she's like, Val, you could do it. She goes, all the bad is getting cut off. You can do it. It's going to be awesome. All the bad is being cut away. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> 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 so I, like, burst into tears. But the funny thing is, once it was cut, like I didn't give a shit. I was like, there, here it is. My hair is short. Also, it was a lot less shampoo that I had to use. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm <laughs> tons of money on shampoo. That, yeah, I never really thought about that aspect. And much? conditioner. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, now I really have to fill my palm like this with shampoo and conditioner. When my hair is short, it's like a dollop. That's all I have. I mean, you see what I'm working with. I don't even have to put anything in there. It's fucking... Well, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> we, so, just, yeah. we just so, condition the scalp and keep it moving. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I, they were la so if you refer back to the photo, um, this was on Thursday. I went to Town Tavern. I needed, I was like, Gracie, you need to help me make this event. <laughs> and so the crazy ass photos that we were taking. <laughs> so that's Carl up there holding my hair. At one point, I was like below the, the little ledge there. And we had Carl pulling my hair up like this. <laughs> I mean, it looks like he's tagging you. I know. Well, that's what's funny about it. <laughs> the even more funny, the, the the more ironic and hilarious thing about that photo is that Carl is gay. <laughs> so you don't say. Um, I don't know. It's funny. And I was like, um, my mom might see this photo, but that he is. He is gay as fuck. Speaking of which, friends. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. And Brushing DC has a bunch of new products that we'll be having on our page at crushingdc.com. 
you'd like to check it out, we'll have them all up within the next week. Marcus, can you show some of the new things that we're going to designs that we have? We have 202 S5. Oh, I love the human one. Big fan. Who man? Who man? Um, the District of Misfits. Because we is. Because we are. You might be a little proud. Proud AF. We got to send one of those to Josh Pruitt. <laughs> well, speaking of Mr. Pru Pruitt. We, no, we, no, no, no. It's in the news. We can say his name as much as we want. I, now. I didn't want to give him that much oxygen. I just want to. Oh, it's true. It's true. Let's continue with some of our products. Oh, I have to download more. What? I thought you downloaded I mean, all he, 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 we have been battling the technical uh, difficulties. Right, right. <laughs> um, anyway, so we have a bunch of different things that we're going to be um, putting on the website. So please check it out. We'll have a discount code for Pride Month. And um, we're super excited. Um, also, I feel that this would be a nice little segue into um, <clears throat> Chantel, you are in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, we've talked about a lot of different things. Like, you know, you were in the military, you've been in the service industry. Um, how do you feel that that's like sort of played into your experiences, if at all? Um, I know that there are a bunch of different people who have different, um, different experiences in both those realms. What are your thoughts? I definitely think in the service industry, not being street passing, definitely it felt to my tips and like, you know, how people approach me, but I mean, like, I mean, it's Georgetown. So even if the bad tips, you have the good tips, they balance out. I feel like in the military, it definitely like benefited me. If anything. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like if you're as far as being like assigned female at birth, like queer in the military, they appreciate that more because they feel like you're going to take on those more masculine qualities and you're going to do the job and you're not going to cry about it. And you're not going to, you know what they assume that you're going to do, which I've never seen any women in the military do, but that's what they assume. So they kind of just like treat you like one. Of, it's like good old bro culture kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting because, you know, um, you got to talk into the microphone. I feel like, <laughs> um, so for some gay men who've been in the, um, military i feel like that the you know the experience has been a little bit of the opposite you know like and it, it's it's interesting to look at that for from like the the stereotypical um gender specific perception of what you know like what you're saying they're like you know it, it benefited you because they felt like oh well you're uh you know more masculine yeah. more masculine and so therefore it's going to be more um, that it's going to be um, more beneficial to us because of, the, of, of you, their perception of who you might be versus, you know, a gay man who might be like, like people would look more, uh, typically I feel like oftentimes they would be looked down upon because of that. Yeah. Um, Another reason why a lot of people, even though like, you know, just don't tell was like, you know, thrown out there's still so many people in the military who are still so closeted because they just like they're so scared of what other people think of them or how the other people are going to perceive them when it's like if you really knew every person that was queer or bi or gay that would that if they everybody came out you'd be like 
flabbergasted because you'd be like, oh my God, I, I had this perception of this is what a queer person's supposed to be and this is you and it doesn't line up and I don't compute kind of thing. And it's just like every different shape, size, different variety, that's, we all come in that way, you know? Right, right, yeah. Um. So now, do you do anything in particular with your friends for Pride Month or not really? Is it just like another month, <laughs> just another week, other than that it is my birthday month? Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, me, Chris, and Adrian, BA, and like Rhea, you usually like, you know, we go to like the Pride parades and stuff. And like, we uh -huh. worked last year, but I think Adrian and uh, Rhea are on that. Road trip. Yeah, they're going on their road trip. Yeah, lame. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like me and VA were talking about going up um, to New York, maybe for Pride. So we'll see about that. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Because DC Pride's next week. And unfortunately, like, they called me and they asked me if I wanted to pick up, like, an intern pharmacist ship when I was in New Orleans. And I was, like, half drunk, right? So... <laughs> This is I, someone's I've been taught now you never answer a phone call for numbers that you don't know. But like, sure. I was just, yeah, I was just like, okay, hello. And they were like, Hey, this is the deduct from the pharmacy manager here. Can you come work? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can try to get off the phone as quickly as possible, you know? Cause I'm like, I don't want them to know how drunk I am right now in new Orleans. But yeah, so I'm going to miss the pride parade. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I have to work this Saturday, so I won't be able to go to the pride parade either. Um, which is unfortunate. I don't know if I told you this. I may have already told you so, but it was 2019, the 50th anniversary of Stonewall, um, like of the world's um, pride that they had the, the, the parade in New York City. I ended up going, my brother and his husband came from Miami and we went for the parade. And then also my, um, my friends, uh, Gabriel and Sean, they worked for Procter and Gamble, and so they had a float. They had like in the parade, so we walked in the parade. It was a lot of fun. It was such a great experience. It was hot as fuck, though. It was really hot, and also they were like uh, um, a little bit delayed in starting the parade. I think like by several hours, so we were all just sitting there in like the hot sun, like just on the pavement, just sitting around waiting for the parade to start. But it was it was an awesome experience. I really enjoyed it a lot. So how drunk were you by the start? By the time. The <laughs> um. So unfortunately, because we were like, in like, on the street for the parade, like it wasn't like, we couldn't. We didn't have a lot of booze, you know. So I might have had. I might have brought like a couple things with me because I thought we were gonna be like moving, and then we weren't moving. You didn't plan very well, is all I gotta say. I didn't plan enough. Amateur hour. I know. Yeah, right. You should know better. We were gonna be. I thought we were gonna be on the move, and then like we could like you peel off and go to a bar or something, and then come back on. There's no peeling off and coming back on. No. How many parades have you been in where you can peel off and come right back in? No, no, we could have peeled off and come back in, but the the fucking parade was like. Uh, delayed gotcha, gotcha, for several gotcha. hours you know so and my yeah, poor man. my poor brother-in-law like he he had some like issue with his knees so like he was like at one point he was like i just have to he was like i need to leave he's mm. like i need to go go back to the hotel so he wasn't in the parade for much longer i mean it's a lot of time on your feet yeah like you know yeah. parade yeah. day 
but it was fun. A lot of I had a lot of fun. My hiccups are back, y'all. Did you try the trick? Look, you have no. a straw right there. I have a straw, but I don't have any water. Um, I have some. Light. You have beer. And it's Bud Light. Carbonation is how I got the hiccups in the first place. Beer. That's fair. While you're All right, Chantel. We're going to see if this black magic and voodoo I'm going to use the facility. So I'm supposed to take this straw and I'm supposed to put it. Yup. Oh, no. I dropped a straw before. That's not good. Oh, no. All right. Hold on. Just blow it off. So, taking the straw like so. Yes. My septum is kind of fucking with me. All right. Here we go. And then you just drink. (laughs) This is awesome. Now, how much does it say to drink? You just drink. It's just drink. Um, yes. Let's give that a moment to see if it takes. <laughs> so, so what did you say the effectiveness of? Would you say the the success ratio was? Ninety five percent. Ninety five. Now, where did you find these numbers at? I must know. Uh, you know, they're just in my head out of everyone I've ever seen do it. <laughs> oh, okay. So now you're going to have to make me do like, I'm going to have to do like a trial or like a random controlled trial or something like that. Yeah, you just say. Wait. Well, so far, so good. The real test will be what happens when I go to take another sip of beer. Okay. Because that's usually like I was good and then I was like, let me take a sip and then it all came yeah. back. So, but we'll let that roll. Mark, you got any videos for us to play while we wait for Val to come back? I do. So I have my favorite TikTok guy. So your choices are Chuck E. Cheese, Dollar Stores, Golden Girls. Oh, um, you know what, Chantel, you're our guest. You you choose. I mean, is Chuck E. Cheese kiss being scared by animatronic? Uh... No, 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 no. It, it's a guy. It's, it's, a, it's about different brands. Okay. Right? So kids stuff, Dollar Store, Golden Girls. Dollar store. All right, here we go. Look who it is, bitch. I thought we told your punk ass not to come around here. I guess we gonna have to teach a bitch a lesson. Guys, this is stupid. I'll tell you what's stupid, bitch. You thinking that you could sell shit for one cent less and be better than us. I literally never said that I was better than any of you. Oh, we using big words like literally. Oh, okay. What? We are the holy trinity of low-quality shit, bitch. You know, at the end of the day, none of us actually cost a dollar. The fuck you just say? I'm just saying, (laughs) with tax, I mean, it comes out to more than a dollar. It's like a dollar eight. Okay, now we finna jump you. Bitch, where that music coming from? Uno, this has nothing to do with you. Can I go now? That dude. That dude kills me, dude. So I have to limit myself to two a week. Because he two makes week, yeah. he makes so many of them. Does That's, he really? Yeah, he's God, got imagine it. having the time to just make TikToks. I mean like I mean, during the, the lockdown is easy to imagine because everyone had all the free time on their hands. But imagine now having to like if you weren't already making a living off of making TikTok videos, like how the fuck do you find the time to 
generate all that content. <laughs> it's a, it's, I don't know. It's too much work. I don't it's too much. It's too much. It's definitely too much. So I have a couple other ones. I want to add one about Filipinos, which I'm going to wait till she gets back for that one. That's the move. So, Chantel, what, what year were you born? 1989. Like in, in, not, obviously. All right. So one of these TikToks is about music from the 90s, and you're not going to be relevant to it. So fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 90s music is still... I was still alive during then. I was born in the eighties. Hey, who, who, who's Diaz? Who, who gave us an anger sign? Who? Oh. What? I can see when people like or hate, give us angry signs, and somebody gave us an angry sign. Oh, I don't know, Marcus. Maybe the dollar. Maybe they were offended by the Dollar Tree thing. Maybe they're. Maybe they were. They're big fans of the ninety-nine cent store. I mean, I think my favorite one is. Dollar General. If I had to choose one. Uh, I mean, you know, they're all the same to me. Oh, no. You've been to some uh, family dollars in the area? Yeah, surprisingly. More than a few. Like, yeah. Ridiculous. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, what do you want to know? Um, where are you going to try to get a, where you want to work at? Like, is there anywhere you're going to stay in the region? Are you going to fucking hospitals? I, guess, I mean, uh, no, not hospitals. No, thank you. Uh, yeah. I like, uh, retail. Cause it's, like I said, I, it's just a switch in like information from like working right. in a restaurant or a bar. Uh, I actually work for Safeway. They, uh, I worked with them during nice. the, uh, during my entire time in school. And so they were just kind of like, yeah, of course, here's a job. And I graduated. So. That's what's up. Yeah, like I said, people like I, the girl I was hanging out with. She uh, was working at CVS, mm-hmm. and since but that was down at the beach. But yeah, she didn't want to do it either. So she like, but still like just learning and hearing like the sto- the horror stories and her going into the hospital and hearing those stories. Like, you know, she works. I think it's like seven days on, seven days off. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's a hospital. So like, she can actually go on trips and do things. I was kind of like jealous. Being in the service industry as a chef, I was like, well, I want to do that. I want to have seven days on, seven days off. Shit. Oh, I don't know. I mean, seven days. I get after like a few days of not working. That's usually when trouble starts. Like I need I need to have a goal. I need to have a purpose. If I go more than a few days without a thing to do. You need a deadline. I lose momentum. And then I don't want to do anything. Uh, what I wanted to ask you is when you are not uh doing pharmaceutical related like what do you do what do you like to do for for fun what do you do to relax what do you do to blow off steam well uh, from the navy i'm like a gym rat now Um, okay yeah uh but unfortunately which is actually kind of really cool cool thing my gym has been closed since june 19th because they're filming the lady lady in the lake or something with uh natalie portman and lapita nyong'o So, yeah, they ripped apart my entire gym and just turned into, like, some type of, like, uh, department store for the for the show. They turned okay. your gym into a department store yeah. for a TV show or a movie? Yeah, why, for a TV why, show. Why wouldn't they do a department store for a department store? Because it was set in 1960s. And, um, what well, like, I don't, know, I don't know if Val told you guys, but, like, I live in Baltimore technically right now. And so I go to the Under Armour Performance Center, which used to be the Bank of America building. So, oh, I yeah. know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. So they ripped it all apart because it still has that like 
that old sixties aesthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, will will you be getting your gym back? Yes, tomorrow. Thank God. Oh wow! Okay, they did all that shit in two weeks. It was well. That's that's how long it was closed. A week prior to that, we only had half our gym because they had ripped up half the equipment to start doing stuff, but still like had us going in there for like literally half the workout equipment. It was yeah. Man, how much did they get paid to do that shit? Come in, damn, lots of all your shit out. Lots of watch. You have all brand new equipment. Nice. <laughs> go big and all brand new shit yeah. yeah folks when you guys uh go out to movies and concerts and stuff and you wonder why that shit's so expensive uh as someone did like do the Coldplay show to set that fucking shit up with so many people it took so many people to do it and to be able to like set it up in one it took like it took four days for them to build the actual the infrastructure for the stage and then a whole day and a half to like bring in all the like led the lights and all the you know all the flash and stuff and you know this band can't go anywhere without ten thousand confetti cannons and fireworks and shit and so like (laughs) it takes a lot of people to set all that fucking shit up without anybody fucking dying and so when you're like what is this ticket like a few hundred dollars yeah because that's what it takes to make the show look good and make sure no one dies doing it so yeah you don't anybody die no nobody wants that's rule number one everyone goes home everyone comes home everyone comes in and leaves with the same number of digits that they arrived with so this person who sorry i'm assessing with the person who gave us the angry face he has dc as fuck as his backdrop all right so he's probably a lover Wait, who has an angry face? What? I'll send it in the chat. Private chat. Private chat. You hear that, kids? We have a private chat. Private. That's for us, not for you. Uh, don't know. Don't know, but hey, they're paying attention, and that's what really matters. So if anyone was wondering why it took me so long to come back. Did you fall? I kind of forgot that I was supposed to feed Percy. <laughs> so, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that on there. No, I mean, like a half an hour or so is not that big a uh, okay. deal, but like, you know, but so I went in there and he was yelling at me. <laughs> he was like sitting right there. That that cat is on. So he he, he is definitely on a um, a schedule. I, so he has diabetes. He needs to have like um, and and what do you call it? Insulin a shot. shot. Yeah. And a. Um, and then he so he gets fed like around 10 ish or so, you know, 10, 11 every day, 10 p.m., 10 a.m. And I went in there and I was like, oh, fuck. He, He's sitting there tapping his foot by the door. Was. I mean, he, he, he has the personality of Garfield. So, yeah. He is so mad. I was like, He's fat, angry, and wants to eat everything. And hates Mondays. He, he does he hate Mondays. Who doesn't? Absolutely does. So Val, you're back. I'm back. And I was asking you about who's dating Chelsea Handler. Oh yeah, uh, Joe Coy. So this is a, who? Joe Coy. Joe Coy. I thought Chelsea Handler only liked black dudes. Apparently not. Everything but white. Good for her. But here we go. Filipino love. Chelsea. She's Jewish. 
And you're Joe. And I'm Filipino. And he's not the only Filipino who has infiltrated our family. My niece has been dating a Filipino man for five to six years. They'll probably get married. My brother Roy is in the Philippines right now about to marry his Filipino fiance. Yeah, they are annoying, though. So the Handler family has been annoying. infiltrated by Filipinos, much in the same way the Kardashians have been infiltrated by black men. So we oh. have one more slot to fill, and that's for my oh, older Jesus. sister, Simone. If you're Filipino between the ages of 50... Or whatever, 60, 70, it doesn't matter when no, you're Filipino. No, not 70, not 70. But when you're Filipino and 70, you look oh, 30, yeah. so that's the thing. <laughs> so we're not only looking for Filipinos. You can be black Filipino. You can be black Chinese Filipino. As long as Blinies. you're Filipino, the handlers will take you. Well, handlers love Filipinos. We, we want more Filipinos. Sprinkle the handlers with Filipino, like Mahal, that. Mahal kita. Mahal kita. God, they are annoying. They're so, so annoying. Can you imagine being at a party with those no. two assholes? Just that's the thing. So it's like two, it's like two comedians together, and they're just always trying to one up each other always and one up on. everybody else. Yeah, their their breakup is going to be spectacular. Uh, I oh, mean, like I always loved him, but like oh, he's funny as shit. But like once they started dating, I started like the the amount of joy I got from him became less and less. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, he's wow. so pretty funny. He has a movie coming out um, in August. I think it's called Easter Sunday or something like that. It looks pretty funny. Easter Sunday. Are you gonna make us all watch it? Sounds. Yeah, man. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, also, but the thing is about him is that like, I'm not, and I'm not trying to um, discredit anybody who's 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 biracial or whatever. But he's he's half Filipino, so like. You know he's he's been the you know i mean and i know that he was raised by his mom mostly so that means he's filipino right you can be half filipino if the filipino mom is raising you yo ass you filipino sorry yeah and i nope. don't know i mean i feel like a lot of the filipinos that i know who are ha who are half filipino um they tend to identify more with the filipinos because like there's such a specific identity, yeah. like cultural identity oh, yeah. of the Filipinos that like every to... every half Filipino person that I know, and I, I probably know like five or six, they are all like I'm Filipino. Yeah. Period. yeah. My I mean, uh, my cousins. So most of my I only have one cousin who who married another Filipino. The rest of my cousins have married people other than Filipinos. And uh and all their kids are like identify so strongly with the Filipino community. Um which is which is fun, you know. I mean, I love them. They're all, <laughs> they're all I love them. Uh, and not to get like su like super suit too in depth about it, but one of my cousins, his daughter, is Filipina. She's you know, she's half Filipino. She's queer, and she actually wrote this whole uh, essay or article about how she felt sort of not accepted by anybody you know like where she wasn't she couldn't it wasn't until she identified as queer that she started feeling like she was part of a community hmm. because she even though she does she identify our, our family like we're filipino and she identifies with us but like it was like in in her broader community like she wasn't quite white but she also wasn't quite not white you know so like it was just like this 
sort of limbo that she fell in. Well, and on top of that, with a lot of other communities, you know, there's a conservative element that, you know, is not right. going to be accepting of that. And so, you right. know, you have the racial thing and the, you know, sexuality issue. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're in the in California and they're like, the Filipinos there are very different, <laughs> you know, like, different. How about like they're very clicky and like, you know, sometimes some of them, depending on like where you're living, they can be very um, exclusive, you know. So, would you say that's a California thing and not a California Filipino thing? I think that's a people thing in I'm general. I'm not sure. I don't know, but like I know that there, I I felt that there could there oftentimes were um, this from from my my cousins and my friends who live in California. They definitely especially my friends who were from the East coast and were transplanted over on the West coast. Like they definitely felt like there was like a different, a, a different feel, a different vibe about it. Well, East coast people already bring a different energy when they go out West anyways. Like, you know, yeah, they don't, you know, a lot of our sarcasm and dry humor right. is lost. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's lost on people who never really experience a change of, Seasons, right. change the season. <laughs> that has to be why. I'm saying, dude. Honestly, if you live somewhere where it's fucking basically the weather's the same all the time, it, you, that's not. I normal. mean, if you don't have a winter, you don't get to cry. It's you know? not normal. Right. You know, right. you need that winter to cry. You you haven't lived until you've gotten a full fucking dose of some seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> I mean, I it, haven't seen the sun in six days, and I just want to die. Feeling like you really need that to be able to appreciate all the sunshine. And then it's like eighty nine degrees in January, and thirty two two days later warps your whole perception. Warps That's your whole perception. Speaking of crying, Marcus. Oh, you want to play that one now? <laughs> oh, shit. So, Chantel, just a little background. Sometimes we have this little segment um, of what makes Marcus cry. Because Marcus. Because he's a big old softy. He's a softy inside. We I don't never, shame crying on this show, by the way. We, we're pro. It's, just, it's funnier because I never cry until my injury. Now I cry at commercials. Pro emotion. So, so this. Pro emotion. This is what made me cry earlier today. You selling? Yeah, selling socks? Yeah. Do you even need girl socks? For my daughter. Can I see what one pair looks like? I left my wallet at home and I was going to come back and pay you for the socks. Get them right there. You can have those. Thank you, Ron. You, I love you. Do more, man. God bless you. Let me do something better, man. Here. What are you going to do? Let me do something better. Is she this small? Oh, yeah. Those are even better. Here, take them off. All the socks. Oh, glory to God. You better. Thank you so much. Ron, before you go, when I was going to ask a stranger to help me bless my daughter, I was giving them a $1,000. Because you're a beautiful man and you went. Yeah, I'll take that. This is my $1,000. You serious? What's your dream, Ron? Oh, man. My dream is just to bless someone else like you just blessed me. Thank you, God. He said, My dream is to not have to sell socks out of the trunk of my car. <laughs> But no, that was beautiful. Like, you know, I always get a little weird about um, philanthropy videos like that because I always feel like if you're going to do if you're going to do a good deed for somebody, you should just do it. And don't like, show up. It gets, yeah. yeah, it gets to a point where, like, you know, there's a lot of these where it's like, OK, yes, you just did something great, but 
could you have so, done could you have done it without the need for all the clicks right yeah right. Go, so, but what this guy does is that he also like for for instance not with that guy because he didn't he he didn't seem to need this but um there are other ones that he does that he'll then start GoFundMe pages for them. Okay. Cool, like, cool, cool. you know, like there's one guy who was like homeless and he had like a nickel, lost his leg, had one nickel. And he goes, and he came up to him and he was like, Hey, I like, I don't, I don't remember something like I, I need gas. Do you think you can give me like a dollar or something for gas? And he was like, I don't have that. He was like, but I have a nickel. Oh, he needed, he was like, can I, I need to get on the bus. I left my wallet at home. He's like, do you have like 50 cents? And he was like, I don't got 50 cents. He's like, I got a nickel. He's like, you could take it. Here's my nickel. It's like, that's all I got. And he was like, oh, shit. He was like, and then so he ended up giving like, I can't remember, 500 or $1,000. But he also started like a, a GoFundMe page for him to raise money for him to get him off the streets and stuff. Right on. Yeah. So he See, does I appreciate that for like. Um, he's done it for multiple people because I feel like I, I appreciate that. Like, it's one thing to give somebody, you know, it's one thing to give someone money. It's another thing to like give them to put them on a path to be yeah. able to like right. change. Yeah, yeah. And like there's there's this one guy who was like he was sitting at a bench on a bench or maybe at a bus stop. He was like, Hey, do you think you can give me a little like I left my wallet at home? Same thing. Like, I need like he said, Oh no, he said this time he said, I just lost my job. He was like, I just you know, I'm feeling kind of low. Do you think you could sit down and talk to me for a little bit? And um and this guy it was he was from another country I don't remember I don't remember where he was from, but he was like what do you need what do you need do you need dinner do you need like a place to live what do you need do you need some money, and he was like I just need you know I just want to sit down with you for a little bit he's like here's twenty dollars, and he's like what twenty dollars that's crazy he's like yeah I have twenty you have twenty he was like I have forty dollars I'll give you twenty he and so he was like just saying that, so then he was like let me you know I'm gonna give you whatever a thousand dollars. And this guy goes, what? And he said, I only had $40 for the end of the, till the end of the month. He was like, I gave you 20. He was like, I had only $40 till the end of the month. And then I have money again. You know, when the month starts, he's like, now I can use this to pay my rent. And it was like, and he was like, ah, you know. Love to see it. So, Love to see it. But I hear what you're saying. Sometimes people do it just for like the clicks and like the recognition. And some of them are set up even. Some of them are kind of like not real. Yeah. Some, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so it's every time I watch them, I'm kind of like, all right, is, how legit is this? So, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, at the end of the day, you know, there's worse things out there that, you know, I'm not trying to be all like, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It's nice to know that that guy is doing more than documenting himself doing a good yeah. deed the gofundme thing is taking it a step further and he's using his platform for the gofundme thing which that's good yeah and a lot of the people that he goes to talk to are like people who are homeless and so he tries to you know say like let's tr let's try and get them out of homelessness and get them into get them some help and stuff i mean it's uh i feel like between I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I feel like homelessness is something that is definitely more in the forefront of conversation recently than at least in D.C. with the whole shuffling of the homeless around the town and, the, you know, the shutting down of some of the camps. And, you know, we're on, you know, D.C. is on the verge of a mayoral election. And that's been a hot topic amongst, you know, the 
the candidates and stuff. Um, I mean, I'm really curious is because they just cleared all the uh, what's fucked up is they just cleared the encampment by Union Station, and then a few uh, days later, someone posted on Instagram and it's a video of that space where all of the tents and stuff used to be, and now it's just nothing but rats. It's oh, just right. rat, and not just like the big fat mama jamas just running all around where that's fucking spot or where those where those homeless people used to camp it's really you know you just can't seem to can't seem to win and yeah where are they where are they taking these people like there there's uh they have they have they have the programs they have the vouchers but i feel like they don't really have the system set up to implement it we need to get someone on the show that knows their shit so that we can talk about it mark babiak talk about it properly yeah we got him back he's been He's been a busy dude. I hung out with him earlier this week. We had a good time, but uh, yeah, but yeah, he deals with a lot of that. I think he deals with a lot of like uh, recover recovering addicts getting off the street and actually finding places to live and stuff. So it's good shit. And speaking of the DC election, I find myself in a really fucking weird space because I don't live in DC anymore, but I still feel emotionally invested. All of it because a lot of it is tied to a lot of things that we all somebody is like, Are you gonna there. watch the debates? And I'm like, I can't vote for any of them. Like, I, all I could do is sit there and be like, Yeah, or no. Right. <laughs> you, with uh, all of us with a platform, we can say, Well, we feel that we would. Put our sport behind X, Y, and I, and I haven't been in PG County long enough to know. I haven't been in Hinesville long enough to know who the candidates are that are running there. Oh, fuck PG County. We're talking about DC. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time those words have been uttered. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the mayor, the mayor's race is going to be fairly interesting, given that, like, you know, it's if, still Mayor Bowser, and then it's Robert White. I and mean, then it's like wacky um Trayon White. I read the transcripts. Oh, I read the transcripts from the debate and honestly, Robert White said everything that I would say. <laughs> like and every time he dug at at her, it was totally some passive aggressive shit that I would have done. And like, yeah, if I was going to vote, I would vote for him. Uh, I have bad feelings towards Robert White. Trayon White, I feel like is, you know, I Ward 7 and 8 need a voice, but Ward 7 and 8 need a voice. That trend. actually knows how to speak the language of politics. Right. You know, his heart might be in the right place. Uh, maybe, hopefully, through this experience, he's taking notes. Right. You know, and, and is, developing is like his, his community. Really, they 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 believe in him. Yep. You know, he yep. he he does he does a lot for them. He yep. really like he's committed to them. What uh, the conversation that I was having with a friend of, with a buddy of mine uh, we were talking about earlier in the week. One of the things that is to his detriment is that as of right now, he one of the things that people know about him the most is he's the one that thinks the Jews created the weather machine. Yeah. And so like he needs to, he needs to <laughs> you might need to explain to Shanta. <laughs> a man needs to get himself out there and like if he has a, a if he has a platform beyond those types of things, like his answers. I saw when I read the transcripts, the answers that I saw of his were very, very short. Very, very like, you know, and again, it was elements of someone who didn't really 100% have the grasp of the the language to articulate his points. Right. And the problem that I think the challenge that he has is that like he has he has been in his 
in his political career, he has been very focused on one specific community and demographic, right? So he's 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 he knows how to speak to his his community. He knows how to speak to his con constituents, but he hasn't quite like what you're to what you're saying, Boo. Is that like I there are six he, other he, wards in the city? Right. That he needs to right. be able to communicate. Well, there's seven, right? Because well, he's really only he's really only representing the one. Even though, like, he's still, you know, he's able to communicate more effectively to the other. Um, but I think that he he just I I agree with you that I think that he needs to, unfortunately, which sucks because that's politics. Like, he needs to learn how to be able to um, reach the other seven, six or seven wards because. He's not. He's never going to win. Otherwise. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, are your excuse me? Hiccups are back. Damn it! Did the straw thing work? It did work. It did. Unt until until I took a sip. <laughs> so um, what I was going to say though is, I don't. You were talking about having an issue with Robert White. I'm not speaking personally. Just. Policy-wise, his attitude, his vantage point. He's, you know, calling out the mayor for pay-to-play, calling out the mayor for being pro-development and not focusing on the community. Like, you know, I I was always a you know believer believer of fewer murals and more like actual grassroots community work. So then, <laughs> I have it. <laughs> Put the straw. Move the straw. It's carbonated. So, I mean, let's <laughs> let's ask. <laughs> I've never seen that combo before. That's that's the first. So let me know if it works. Nope. Well, we'll see. Um, but let's ask the resident DC, DC resident here. Only there one. are none. There are none. Oh. Chantel is in Baltimore. Oh, that's right. Shit. We ain't none of us voting. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Bowser. Anyway, no. Don't fuck Bowser. I mean, the, the the challenge is that Bowser really does have a lot of support. Yeah. She has right? a lot of support from all the people with money in town. And, like, you know, I, she has I, had gone, I had gone, excuse me, I had gone on about this um, during the run-up to the presidential election. She is a Bloomberg Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. She was brought up in a mayoral program sponsored by Michael Bloomberg. Hmm. She is a corporatist, a capitalist, you know, like, yes, she's black. Yes, she's a woman. Yes, she doesn't like Mosas. Fuck her. But, you know, oh. she's, <laughs> you know, she's on top of the pause about Mosas and all that. Like, she's, at the go a few weeks ago woman go home stop just stop I hate a fucking I hate a performative demonstration I hate people pandering and that's what the fuck that shit was like come on you don't fucking go goes you don't listen to go go you don't care about stop. you don't give a fuck about the community that fucking gets down with go-go like you know maybe you like some chuck brown 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we all, you know, we all like busting loose, but you know, you just, it's performative. And I just, uh, all, when I read the, when I read her answers from those transcripts, I got the atypical incumbent, you know, vibe, you know, you still think, you still think that we need more cops and that the cops need all the guns and all the things, you know, to do the things instead of like actual community outreach, you know, the city has more money than fucking anything from all these fucking trap cameras. You know, just on parking alone, the city has so parking much and money. So much money. so much money. And your fucking country. solutions, you know, to shit just isn't, you know, just, it, just, it doesn't add up. Uh, and what I'm hoping is that, you know, if Robert White doesn't win this time, he at least does a good job of getting his message out. And he spends his time between now and the next election taking notes, keeping score. And so that way, when he runs again, he can be like, all right, well, y'all had to select me last time. And since y'all didn't, here's all the shit that she should have done, said she was going to do, didn't do. Here's all the money she gave away to people from out of town to do stuff instead of investing in local this, local that. Like, you know, hopefully he'll take notes and come back stronger i don't know i like in general i liked i like this platform i can't speak about the man personally val you sounded like you had a personal beef with him i have a personal beef with him okay. he was also he was he did not support maintaining the tip credit so that is a all right that is very a very big that is a thing but you know what that's something that you know over time he could possibly be nope he was convinced otherwise Well, well, you know what? If that's, if that's a, <laughs> hey, you know what? If that's a thing that keeps, I did not know that. I was today years old when I found that out. If that's a thing that keeps him from getting your vote, then that's that's what that is. That's uh, that that's his sword to fall on. Um, yeah. Um, I also, I, um, I mean, I agree with you. There are some things that I, I mean, the, you know, I mean, it's easy to be like Mayor Bowser, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, like da 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 da, you know, but like. I don't know. Um, he was also our attorney general, and like he's part of the administration. You know, you're part of it, sir. Like, what are you gonna do? What have you done? You know. Well, he's going after J Sixers, so give him that at least. True. True. Uh, speaking of those J Sixers, I don't want to mention his name. Oh, I did it while you were in the bathroom. Did you? <laughs> I, well, actually, no. When you he brought up the proud when he brought up the proud proudest proudest fuck shirt. Uh, yeah. Someone should send that to him. Yeah. No, I was that, but, Oh, you are okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh that motherfucker pled guilty. And there's I mean, so Chantel, just a little background. There is a former longtime DC bartender who in November of 2020 pledged himself to the Proud Boys. Then, basically, when the videos started circulating among industry, among social media, then got blackballed, and he doubled down and just openly joined them and was, like, actually um, threatening certain establishments of friends of ours that, you know, that wouldn't allow him to come in. And he started threatening them with his proud boy 
contingency. He was part of the group of people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. And initially he claimed he wasn't there. First, he claimed he wasn't there. Then when his ankle monitor that went off, <laughs> he had a protective order against him by one of our friends. Um, so they could track him. Then he was like, oh, I was only there. <clears throat> oh, also, he was on CNN. Marcus and I were in, in, in Delaware at the time. We're watching the riots. And I go, oh, look, there he is <laughs> on CNN. Um, Can we make how he's wearing the Punisher shirt? Ah, he's such a Which, that's Dude, how dumb. The Punisher, the Punisher would fuck him up. That's what I'm. That's my. That's my. If he was a real person, he would curb stomp the fucking shit out of him. That's the so, irony of him wearing that fucking shirt. He was just there fucking to de-escalate. With he was the just police. there to chill people out. You know, he was just trying to. Said dude peace, got. Blah, said blah, dude blah. photographed throwing a podium. Yeah. Yeah. He's that guy. He is the worst. <clears throat> anyway, now he's pled guilty and. He He's gonna get a slap jail. on the fucking wrist and some bullshit. No, he got what did he get? He actually got something. No, they, I mean, I mean, he's still in jail. He, he, he's in jail. He's currently in jail. He's in jail like for violating his fucking like shit like a bunch of times. But you know, this but is he's, America. I mean, he's gonna white man his way out. Well, of let's him. hope not because he should get sentenced for. Uh, I said he could spend something fifty to sixty months in jail. Fifty-one to sixty-three months. But like Boo said. He's white. He, well, yeah, because he pled, which means he's snitching on people, which means that he'll get, you know, he'll get less. He might get like time served and shit like yeah. that, which is mm -hmm. stupid. But, but you know, they might also take in consideration that he violated. Um, that's why he ended up in jail because he was supposed to be on house arrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he violated multiple like curfews and like restraining orders and protective orders and stuff like that. So. They might actually put him in jail, and God willing, they do it soon because he is awful. With, hey. ah, yeah. Anyway, so that's that. He like rolled in our in my community, like my community of of uh, of bartenders and industry folk. Like we used to hang out with him because he was dating one of our friends, and then and then fuck that guy. Fuck him. So, anyways, uh, I'm gonna do the call to action, and then um, I hate to be the guy, but I'm gonna have to slide out of here. What? Later. It's midnight. Do the call actions. We'll watch some TikToks and get out of here. Yeah, you guys can stick around. I just uh, just wanted to be. I got to be responsible adult. Responsible. Responsible adult, and we just want to let you all know we appreciate your love, attention, patronage. You're sitting at home on a Sunday watching us. That makes us special. Um, please feel to recommend us to all your friends and loved ones on Facebook and Instagram with the District of Misfits. On YouTube, subscribe to our channel, The District of Misfits Show. Watch this show and other episodes of other content produced by District Dogface Studio. On Twitch, District of Misfits. It's all one word. And then you can go to crushingdc.com and purchase some fine wares. We got hats, hoodies, onesies, bibs, coffee mugs, bedspreads, flip-flops, flip socks, all kinds <laughs> of fun fucking shit for your body. You say toilet seats? No, but if we had toilet seats. We okay. Put that up there, yeah. No, I was about to say something real. Do it. Do it, do it. 
We're, I mean, we're almost an hour and a half into this. Two hours. No, into this. No, no. We're going to start doing custom toilet seats in the shape of your least favorite politician. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. Taking a shit on Mitch McConnell. Taking a big old shit in Mitch McConnell's mouth. On, uh, oh, that's a great uh, idea. Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> oh, an MGT. Dude, you can have, yeah. all right, hold on. We'd have, maybe, maybe instead of toilet seats, rotating toilet seat covers. So that way you can, oh man, you done peed all over fucking Lady G this week. Drop <laughs> <laughs> her out for a Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> oh, that bitch. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, where was I? Um, yeah, and if you guys want to create. Your own podcast or be a guest on this show, reach out to us at districtdogfacestudio at gmail.com. Yeah, I would, uh, if it weren't for work in the morning, I'd be down to go 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 into overtime with y'all, but nonetheless. We need to create an overtime. We need to start doing that. Like We used to. That was a thing. Like, we would stop and then be like, hey, if you guys want to hang out um, for a little bit longer. Oh, we did. That was like the beginning of the lockdown. That was the yeah changing yeah. our business model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, yeah. So let's play some TikToks. Okay. Um, this is a little nostalgic. Let's make us old guys. Let's take this off the thing. The top I mean, five songs what? this week in 1997 on the Billboard charts 25 years ago. You were eight years old. Eight. Fucking mad spicy up in here, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> His face. His face. <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck. Yo. Oh, my I God. Love Umba. All right. So, first of all, have y'all seen the Frito Lay commercial with Mark Morrison? Return of the snacks. No. I think Frito. I have. He's at a pool party and he's talking about Fritos and Cheetos, but it's to the tune of that song. And it's just, yeah, Return to the Snacks. It's no, amazing. I haven't seen it. It's brilliant marketing. Go free to lay. And yo, fun. shout out to Mark Morrison. Get some money. Getting that back end, getting that free to lay money and that back end royalty. It's funny you say that. The last TikTok of nights has free to lays in it. All right. So when you do an interview, you know how annoying it is, guys, when we're talking and people, you know, getting in the way. Coming only turning one week, you know. Come on, man. You don't know better than that. I'm a cool person. Come on, man. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, play that again. Oh my god. <laughs> Rose in the back. Oh my god! <laughs> His face. Do it again. Oh, when is the new EP coming out? Coming out later in one week, you know. Come on, man! You don't know better than that. Come on, man! You know better than that. Oh my god! Yo. <sighs> <laughs> 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 oh, that, was, that was awesome. All right, so for the last day, anybody got any last words? 
Uh, uh, when you're out drinking. Don't do shrooms. No. <laughs> or, or I mean, maybe or maybe not, but um. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh. Keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Keep all it right. light. Everyone wants to talk about. Everyone wants to talk about serious shit when you're out drinking. No, don't, don't do that. No. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, yeah, art, why? music. Why are we debating? Why are we debating what we're drinking? Wouldn't yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, right, Marcus. Yes, Mars. <laughs> why are we debating while we're drinking? Why are we trying to talk about serious world, <laughs> world shaping things while we're out boozing on a Saturday night? Don't be a Debbie Downer. Don't be a Debbie Downer. We have seven days out of the fucking week. We have six days out of the week to fucking lament about how shitty the world is and all the things wrong with it and all the things we want to do. Don't don't waste. Don't Amen. waste your valuable drinking time. Amen. Being that person. Also, two day, two two weeks and one day till the hair comes off. It's my birthday month. Two weeks and one day till the hair comes off. It's my birthday month. It's my birthday. <laughs> all right, I am out of here. Um, shout out to uh, Matt and Sarah. Congratulations on your nuptial. Shout out to the mighty Ayatsi Local Twenty Two. Uh, shout out to all y'all for watching. And uh, I'm gonna. Make myself scarce. Chantel, really nice to meet you. Thank you for being on. Really nice to meet you, too. I hope I get to see you on the 20th at Val's party. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I'm not working, I'll be all up in that piece. All right. You better not be working, boo. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those days you're going to be like, I am unavailable. All right. (laughs) Later. (laughs) Do we have more videos? I got videos. I got memes. Oh, boy. All right, Val, you sent us all the memes to read them all. I did. When you clean your room so good that the only trash left is you. (laughs) (laughs) That's that good clean. I I, I really felt that one. It really hit home to me. That's why I leave my room just ever so slightly dirty. (laughs) All right, what else you got, Marcus? Teacher, the five senses are sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. Me, I can hear pictures. Teacher, no, you can't. Me, um, this is boo. You don't see it right now. It's the Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted when they're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just come out with a new one of those like a year or two ago? Yeah, it's, yeah, but it was like not. It's really? a, it's Bill and fucking Ted. What do you expect from this movie? It is. Yeah. It, it's exactly what you think it's gonna be. Okay. It's stupid. You wow. laugh. It's ridiculous <laughs> because it's so dumb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted is the precursor to Beavis and Butthead. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's so funny, like thinking back to like if you're looking back, you look at Keanu Reeves now, and like, you know, he he's in Bill and Ted. You know, like he's he's his career has catapulted into something completely different. I but mean, he yeah. started with Bill and Ted. Gives you a little bit of everything. And it's even when he got to the Matrix, people are still saw Bill and Ted in the Matrix in the beginning. I know kung fu. <laughs> and he, 
he's such a good dude too like he's just you know i'm sure you've seen like all those like memes and things about him and how he just like comes and hangs out with the people and like people don't even realize it's him bye boo okay anyway i love me some keanu reeves <laughs> Ah. So Val, let me teach you when you go for beers, don't be doing it when you're asking a question. Okay. Okay. Well, because normally it's not down there; it's up on the table, but there's no room. Yeah, but when you're asking our guests a question, don't be like, "Hey, uh, so what are you doing this time?" Yeah, back here. Um, no, you did it twice. I have to call you out. Two times. Two times. At least, two times. just two times. All right. Val, this is one of your many memes. I only sent me calculating how much sleep I'll get if I watch one more episode. I feel like we all do this. All of I us know, I, I know, I fucking do. There's this one show that I'm sort of obsessing over right now called A Million Little Things. There are five seasons to it right now, so it's like really easy to just keep like going into the next episode, and I'll be like lying. In, be like in bed, like watching it. I'd be like, I mean, I could just watch one more. And it's like 4 30 in the morning already. <laughs> That's when you're and like, every, every episode, I'm like, I mean, it's only 42 minutes this one. <laughs> oh, no. I'm the worst. Wait, we were talking about Stranger Things earlier. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Like, you mean, like, not season, the new season or, like, not at all? I haven't watched the new season yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I haven't seen the first season. And because it's been so long, I feel like I need to recap with, like, the last few episodes of, like, the last season. Because I kind of don't remember what happened. That's what happened to me with Ozark also. Like, I couldn't 100% remember what happened, like, the last couple episodes. And so I had to, like, rewatch um, the few episodes beforehand to, like get me up to speed i heard we might be getting an ozark spinoff which i'm kind of excited about really? with who? what yeah well i didn't i all i heard is something i read something in some like thing that they might be spinning off ozark with uh jonah which I guess, oh no see what? i would never watch that fuck jonah i hate him what <laughs> yeah, he what? hasn't watched the whole thing i haven't watched the whole thing but also he just annoys the fuck out he was cute in the first couple seasons. So, Chantel, what are you watching? What are you binging right now? Uh, well, I just finished Stranger Things. All cut up on the boys. Uh, I'm re-watching Nip Tuck right now, actually. I loved that show. Yeah, yeah. I, I did love that show back in the oh day. Oh, my God. It's such yes. a classic. It's so good, yeah. It's, it was um, like one of those first shows. I mean, that's what made FX was Nip yeah. Tuck. Like, that show, like... I and it was like for the time, it was like super racy. Yeah, and I, think, and I, I think it's it, it took it from like HBO and Showtime having really good shows to like FX really starting to like put their hat in the ring. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, what's that like five seasons, right? Uh, it's like five or six, and they're all like twenty-two episodes or something like that. Uh -huh, like uh -huh. I think I'm somewhere. I'm in season two right after uh, Julia like runs through the uh, screen door. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's something we should rewatch, Val. Yeah, that would be good. I love good. that show. Like, it's it's perfect. Remind me, was it a half an hour or an hour? It was an hour. So yeah, that's what I thought. Of, I thought it was an hour. Yeah, 
Yeah, so they're really good. Yeah. And do you do you ever look at the sun and go like he looks just like Michael Jackson? Yes. Now I have to go back. Really does yes. Like, I have to go. Let's see, now I got yes. Yeah, let me let me pull it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, what else have you been watching? Oh. <laughs> You're right. <he> does. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Like, I've like everything that just came out of like binged in like no time. So, uh, honestly, I haven't really been watching that much because, yeah, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yes. All right. So, all right. I wasn't going to play more than two of this guy, but since you said Michael Jackson. Here's my favorite TikToker. Isn't it great that we all made it to heaven? Now we get to spend all of eternity together. I think I'd rather be in hell with Al Capone and Hitler. Mom, can you please try and be positive? You made it to heaven in spite of everything about you. Well, personally, <laughs> I can't wait to see what eligible late bachelors are out here. Oh, my stars, I think I see Sidney Poitier. Blanche, that is Chadwick Boseman. I thought he looked <laughs> younger. Can one of y'all lend me some quarters for the washer and dryer? For Christ's sakes, Rose, what part of heaven don't you understand? You're right, bitch, they'll probably just take my credit card. If I wasn't already dead, this would be my 13th reason why. Oh, my God, it's the Golden Girls. Oh, my God. Goodness, Michael Jackson. Now I know this thing is rigged. Mother, you ladies are gonna love it here. The ice cream machine at McDonald's is always working. There's endless curly fries. And the show Firefly never got canceled. All right, you numb nuts, get out of my way. Where's the remote? Thank you for being a friend. Shaman. <laughs> so since Boo's not here, I can play all of them. Oh boy. Are you guys okay with he, that? He does not appreciate those guys. Yeah, I don't care. All right. Well, Chuck we're e waiting now, Marcus. Chuck E. Cheese. What was the best place to go in the 90s as a kid? Lies, bitch. You was out here giving kids horrible pizza and nightmares. Bitch, how was I giving kids nightmares? You answered your own question, bitch. Back in the day, it was all about Toys R Us. Your parents didn't even have to buy you nothing, bitch. Kids would just come in here and fuck around with shit. Bitch, it was all about going to Blockbuster in the 90s. Rent, Power Rangers the movie, and a video game. Bitch, my ball pit alone is better than you. Bitch, did they pay extra for urine or was the urine included? Bitch, it was all about going to the park. It was fun and free. Bitch, your slide alone disqualifies you. <laughs> bitch, what you got slide? You was out here burning kids alive, bitch. I think you were all the best part of the 90s. <laughs> get your ass out of here. You really need to grow up, bitch. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. That is not your slogan, bitch. So Taco Bell comes in to almost any like brand. So that's of, of this this guy's videos like they'll be talking about anything. It could be beer. It could be like Sa kids, cell phones, whatever. And then like fucking Taco Bell comes in and he like tries to appropriate like the the slogans of other things of other so, products. <laughs> so now Uno's starting to come in a lot. So like. Uno made an appearance, and it's sad that I know as much about this guy's fucking TikToks. Wow, Marcus, that's really. But I don't know if I played it, but they were playing spades and checkers and dominoes, and all of a sudden you hear the music, and it's Uno, and everybody's like, it's like Debo coming in. Everybody freezes up on him. And that's, <laughs> so that's why in the early one, when they came in, everybody's like, fuck, we ain't fucking with you. So, yeah, about that. All right, here is some more memes, and we'll get out with the last TikTok. 
Valerie Torres. Stop asking Jesus to take the wheel. Cars didn't exist 2,000 years ago, and he had absolutely no idea what he's doing. I don't know what. I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm scared, <laughs> says Jesus. Says white Jesus. That is white Jesus. It was a very white Jesus. It's like and this very is me. Hair. He and was out is... in the sun for a long time. I mean, he was he was hanging out, wasn't he? <laughs> no. Um, All right, I feel like this is me on most nights. Me when I realized I overreacted and was being a drama queen, but it's too late, so I got to stand my ground. Yes, Marcus, that is you on most nights. All right. Any last <laughs> words when you fucked hard? I have Check. the same last words. Don't be a cunt. Sure. I mean, oh, no. Also, it's my birthday month. <laughs> All right. So when I used to teach, I might have mentioned this before in a previous episode. When I used to teach, when I used to teach the preschoolers, you know, one of our main things that Bless we used you. to do during circle time, morning meeting or whatever, we would do the calendar every morning. And every morning when it was January 1, I'd be like, boys and girls, it's a very important day. Who could tell me what day it is? And they'd be like, it's Tuesday or whatever. It's like, it's you whatever, whatever they would say. And I go, yes, all of those are true, but also it's the beginning of Miss Torres's birthday month. <laughs> and like the kids, the poor kids who like, first of all, who also, they had birthdays in June. They'd be like, it's my birthday too. I'm like, yes, but more importantly, it's Miss Torres's birthday month. Month. And then, like, the other kids would be like, well, what about my birthday in October? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's June. It's my birthday month. <laughs> every June. Every June. Because, you know Your what? birthday's every June, right? But what I'm saying is <laughs> growing up as a child with a June birthday was very challenging because you're still in school. Right, but like you never got to, you never got to celebrate your birthday. I never got to celebrate my birthday in school. You know what? Fuck you. I'm born in August. But like, I went back to school the week of my birthday. Okay, but like we're talking. I about didn't get me right now, Mark. I didn't get. No <laughs> we're talking about me. <laughs> and it was just always like it was such a struggle when I was a child, and I'd always feel badly about it, but I never said anything because I was a good kid. I'd just be like, okay. And then as I got older, my parents weren't great about celebrating my birthday. In fact, they were like a little bit awful. When I was like in my preteen and like teenage years, like they did my 16th birthday, my parents invited their friends to my house. And like I was in t a t shirt and boxer shorts when they like gave me this. I was in my bedroom and they called me downstairs. I was in boxer shorts and a t-shirt. They were like, happy birthday. And like, I had my cake. And then I went back to my bedroom and my parents had a party. <laughs> on my 16th birthday. And I was like, cool, that sucks. So when I got old enough, then I started really celebrating my birthday on my own. So now I celebrate my birthday month. 
you know what? It sounds like you deserve it. Like you work, you work. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you, there are, I have a lot of June birthdays in my life. Like Gemini's seem to gravitate towards each other. Also, June babies tend to graduate, gra uh, gravitate towards each other. I have like um, my one best one, well, my one good friend who was supposed to be on our show today. She couldn't because she's sick. But her birthday's tomorrow. Our other birth, our other friend, her birthday is the thirteenth. So a week later, my birthday is the twentieth. So a week after that, so in two weeks, the three of us have birthdays. Our other friend has a birthday on the eighteenth. My cousin, who is almost ten years younger than me, her birthday is the eighteenth. I have two friends. One of them is my one of my very best friends in the whole world. Their birthdays are on the nineteenth. My aunt's birthday is on the fourteenth. I had two assistant teachers. One's birthday is 11th. The other one is the 16th. So I have a lot of June. My uncle's birthday is the 23rd of June. So when did your parents have sex? Like what month is that? Like is it New Year's September. Eve? It was September. Oh, that's weird. I mean, it's in the Y'all went back to school? I don't know. I don't know if there was shit happening in the Philippines. I was made in the Philippines, born in the USA. <laughs> it's a tattoo that I've been meaning to get for the past like 15 years that I haven't got yet. I might do it on my 50th. Okay. All right. I mean, there's a tattoo shop right across the street. I know. I might just do it that day. I, I, but, but my, my thing is that I need to, I want to make sure that I get the design. Correct. You've had 50 years. You should get Adrian. She's like really good at drawing things up. Is she? Well, she's on a fucking road trip right now, so fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Adrian, fuck you. Yeah. All right. Last TikTok of the evening, potato chips. There's a reason why they call me classic. Because they felt like basic was too on the nose. Bitch, Lay's chips in general are trash. Bitch, it is 2022. I think we can finally admit that Pringles are gross. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Sounds fair, bitch. Whatever, bitch. At least I'm not Fritos. Fuck all of you fake-ass bitches. Next time y'all want a Frito pie, you can Frito ladies nuts, bitch. You guys are harsh in the mellow, man. Bitch, anyone who eats Funyuns has been arrested for possession at least once is this a geometry <laughs> class because y'all are a couple of squares that is a very good math joke bitch if you don't get your healthy but not actually healthy ass out of here look i just want to see anyone who likes bugles rides a recumbent bicycle hey be nice to bugles <laughs> my main man taco bell is here taco bell you do not have chips ha <laughs> ha Every fucking time. Once you pop, you can't stop. That is not your slogan, bitch! <laughs> and with that said, we are the District of Misfits show. Thank you for joining us. Chantel, thank you so much. We'll have you back soon. Spouse, stop eating on the motherfucking show. Love you guys. See you next week. I have to represent Jamie, at least. We're an enemy, totally insane. They pushed me on and paced me.